0: Planning your dream vacation to Ireland is beyond exciting. There's so many options of what to see, what to do, and places to stay and eat. Today, I'm digging into the travel tips you need to know as you plan your 2020 Ireland vacation. Hi, everyone, and thanks again for taking the time to join me here at the Traveling in Ireland podcast. Today's podcast is sponsored by my award-winning book, Planning the Ireland Vacation of Your Dreams. This book is designed to guide you through every step of your Ireland vacation, from when to go and what to see to what to pack and how to save money. Planning the Ireland Vacation of Your Dreams answers all the questions you have about Ireland travel. Visit Ireland Family Vacations and click Shop, and you can buy the book for just $5 through December 24th of 2019. And now, let's dig into those 2020 Ireland travel tips that you need to know. Ireland's visitor numbers continue to climb, so if you're planning a trip to Ireland in 2020, I highly recommend starting your planning now. As I go through this list of travel tips you need for the coming year, there are loads and loads of links. So please do pop over to the show notes over at IrelandFamilyVacations.com slash podcasts and go ahead and click through those links for added information. Okay, let's dig in. The first thing that you want to do is check your passport. You want to make sure that your passport is valid for at least the duration of your trip, but preferably for six months from the date of your arrival in Ireland. Now, this is because visa time limits in many countries require your passport to be valid for three to six months beyond your departure date. Ireland does not officially follow this rule and most visitors can stay in ireland up to 90 days with no visa but there have been a few cases of visitors being turned away if their passports expired during their travel period or very shortly thereafter so i do recommend that your passport is valid for at least three to six months following your trip just to avoid any confusion or problems tip number two book your accommodations in advance it used to be that you could land in Ireland and let the road lead you to your nightly lodging, but with the Ireland's visitor numbers going up, it's really become more difficult. 2019 numbers are predicted to exceed the nearly 10 million visitors that were there in 2018, which exceeded 2017, which exceeded 2016. So Ireland's a popular place. If you're traveling in the high season, from June through September, I really recommend booking every night's accommodation in advance. If you want to stay in a castle, a manor house, or even a popular destination like Dublin City Center, Doolin or Killarney, book those early. Some of the most popular accommodations are already filled or nearly filled for summer of 2020. At all other times that you're traveling, Book at least your first and last night accommodation in advance to make sure that when you land and before you depart, you don't have the stress of trying to find a place to stay. All right, number three, reserve your car in advance. Again, this goes to rising visitor numbers. It used to be that you could land at Dublin Airport and talk to every car rental agent and find the best deal. If you try to do that now, you will waste hours of time. The queues at the car rentals are long and they take a long time. So definitely book that car in advance, not only to save time, but if you need an automatic transmission that must be booked in advance, those are not as plentiful. Um, Most cars in Ireland are a manual transmission. And Even at airports, mostly at airports, you're going to find that cars do sell out. I have seen people who have waited to book their car on the day of arrival be turned away because there were no cars for them on that day. So book your car in advance. Make sure you're booking it correctly. And like I said, there are links. There is a link to the article of everything you need to know about car rental in Ireland If you read nothing else, this is the article you need to read because car rental in Ireland is not as straightforward as it is nearly every place else in the world. So click over, read that article if you do nothing else. The next tip, choose your must-see sites. You want to have at least a little bit of an idea of what you're going to do when you arrive in Ireland just to give you a you know, even the loosest of itineraries my advice is to plan 3 to 4 sites that you simply must see almost like your trip to Ireland won't be complete if you don't see these sites then print out a map just you know pull something up on Google print it out and pinpoint those sites on that map and then plan your itinerary based on those sites If you get overwhelmed, I have free Ireland itineraries for you over at Ireland Family Vacations. They are created to work on their own or to work in combination with another one of my itineraries if you have an extended vacation. Next, follow the road less traveled. In podcast episode 56, I shared the most and least popular destinations in Ireland, and in podcast episode 78, I shared the seven wonders of Ireland. While many of those marquee sites are popular for a reason and really are worth visiting, they can get so busy and so crowded that it can just be overwhelming to be there if you're at the, if you're visiting at the busiest times. So it's, it's not always a great visit. I'll, I'll just be honest. There are some times that it's just too busy and you can't enjoy it the way you would like to. So pop back, listen to those podcasts. Again, episode 56 and episode 78, and you can get those tips on the most popular sites, helpful advice for visiting those must-see places, and also spots that take you off that tourist trail to the places that people, most people don't see. Now, my next trip goes back to driving in a way. And it's to use a driver guide. Driving in Ireland is an adventure. There is no doubt about it. Once you get off the motorway, it can be tricky and a little nerve wracking, some, some white knuckle driving in spots. And if you don't want to drive, but you want to explore more, more than the limited train service or bus service or big bus tour will allow, look at hiring a driver guide. I use and highly recommend Ireland Chauffeur Travel. Their guides are certified by FALCHA Ireland, which is the Irish Tourism Board. The vehicles are luxurious and very comfortable, and the drivers are just amazing. They're so friendly, and their knowledge of Ireland is amazing. It is really the most relaxing way to travel through Ireland. Now, I have a spot on my site that is dedicated to hiring a driver guide, so do pop over and visit that if this interests you. Otherwise, you can directly contact my personal consultant, Michelle Lee, to get a quote for your Ireland vacation. Her email is michelle at and if you reference code IRFV, 2020, you will save 5% on your total tour price. The next option is probably my favorite. You could just travel with me. Um, I had a very successful first tour of Ireland this past September, and I cannot wait to do it again. So, A Celtic Experience 2020 takes place from August 29th through September 6th, and I have three seats remaining on this small group guided tour. Tour cost is $2,600 per person and includes accommodations, transportation, tours, daily breakfast, four included meals, and some really incredible experiences in my favorite places in Ireland. You can learn more about the guided tour over at Ireland Family Vacations. Just click Guided Tour in the top navigation bar. And now, three places that I want you to consider adding to your Ireland itinerary if you visit in 2020. The first one is County Sligo. And yes, the entire county. It's not a very large county, and it's located near the northwestern part of Ireland, but it is the least visited county along the Wild Atlantic Way. I've spent quite a bit of time in this spot, and the more time I spend there, the more I absolutely love it. The incredible coastal views, that inst- oh, the history is just amazing. There are fabulous outdoor activities on water and land, hiking and paddleboarding and kayaking and, and sea farries. It's just absolutely fabulous. And some of the very best food you will find in the entire country. So, County Sligo it's my number one tip. Number two the Boyne Valley. Now, you may have heard of Newgrange and the Hill of Tara, but how about Loch Crewe or Slane Castle or Ireland's largest Norman castle in Trim? They're all right there, and they're really an easy trip out of Dublin. So plan two to three days to explore the ancient heart of Ireland in the Boyne Valley and expect to hear a lot more about it in 2020. And the final tip is Scattery Island. Now, Scattery Island was actually mentioned in my Seven Wonders of Ireland, and it's a spot, again, along the Wild Atlantic Way. It's just a 15-minute ferry ride from Kilrush, which is right near where you would get on to the Shannon River Ferry to cross the river, but it will take you back centuries. It's an ancient monastic site, and it has a round tower, five churches, a cathedral, um, an artillery battery, and a lighthouse. It's an absolutely incredible few hours, and if you're over near the Cliffs of Moher or planning to uh, cross the River Shannon with Shannon Ferries, it's really easy to add it to your itinerary. The next podcast episode will be all about Scattery Island, so be sure to tune back in for that one. It's really, really a great spot. So there you have it. Those are my tips for visiting Ireland in 2020. I really, really appreciate you listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, do leave me a five-star review at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And as always, if you have questions or comments, you can email me directly, Jody at com. Until next time, Slangaful.